You ready? Mm, no. <laughs> well, you're going to have to be. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. What's good, yo? Um, it is another Tuesday. It, whoop, is. it is. You made it through Monday. Praise Jehovah. That means you got three more days left after this in terms of a work week. You can do this. Sometimes I don't think so, but yeah, you're right. Anyways, I would like to, or we would both like to wish you a happy Black History Month. Yes, yes, yes. Another round for us. Oh, we have October, you know, in the That's UK. <laughs> In the UK, that is so October true. is Black History Month. So. For those of you who didn't know, you get a second round in October because the UK celebrates Black History Month in October. I learned that last year. Me too. So, And I, the only reason why I learned that is because I was doing trivia for the kids. And so I was like, what? We got two months? Look at us stepping up in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. Welcome, welcome. So today's topic is going to um, have a lot of interesting dynamics in it. So I just hope that no one gets offended or anything. Um, but I hope that you can celebrate with us if you're not black or if you are black. Or, or partially black. Whatever the case may be. I hope that you can see why Black History Month is a thing. Like today, a little kid saw my intern setting up um, Black History Month stuff on the wall. And he was like, you people are racist. Why are we only putting up black people? You should be celebrating black and white people. So I said, excuse me, sir. (laughs) Like, sir. (laughs) We're celebrating Black History Month because of black history and how far we've come. Correct. We're not excluding white people, but I'm just saying. And so he's like, so why can't you include the white people? I said, go to class. You don't even have a pass to be outside of class. Just go to class. That sounds like when predominantly white institutions, oh, why isn't there a white club? Because other cultures want to celebrate who they are on campus. Oh, why isn't there a white club? Let me tell you, in fifth grade, there was this white girl in my class. Sorry, I was drinking water. There's this white girl in my class who asked, how come there's no such thing as White History Month? My teacher looked at her and said, because we celebrate white history every other day of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that question before, too. And that same response is basically what most people give. (laughs) But it's true. Facts. And the fact that you, someone has to question it, it's, you know, it is a, it is a, you know what, it's not a dumb question. I don't know, I forget what word I'm trying to use here. But it is, it's a valuable question because if you're not used to it, then of course you want to know, you want to understand. But if you have to question it without thinking about it beforehand, then I feel like there's something wrong. Like you grew up in a place where black history wasn't either celebrated, black people are not celebrated, or there's just white privilege all around. And you're just not noticing it. So, I never had to ask, why isn't there a white history month? I never asked that. And that's not because I'm black. That's just because I knew of, like, you know, we're taking... You know those unspoken rules everyone has. It's not necessarily a rule, but it's just kind of understood. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. We're celebrating black people. I didn't find it racist at all. Like, oh, why are we being racist? Why are we being so black? No, I was just like, this is so cool. We're taking our chance to celebrate who we are. Exactly. And how far we come. Right. This is probably a discussion on social media literally every February. I just saw it, like, the other day. Um, Someone asked that question. I shouldn't say, of course. But, yes, the person was white that asked the question. Why are you guys always so hyped about this month? It's just another 
month. You guys have been in America for a long time. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? That's not what it's about. We've been in we're America celebrating for a long us time. As a, exactly. I, we were forced. <laughs> okay, continue. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> when I tell you, excuse me, I was just in tears in that thread because all the black people responding were like going in on the person. Yes. Black and, Twitter. Yes. We've talked about black Twitter before. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's, it can be dangerous to <laughs> facts, facts. Don't you say nothing crazy because right? everyone is going to stone exactly. you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Especially if you say something politically incorrect or oh you side goodness. with something wrong politically that most black people don't. Let's say if you're a black Republican. <laughs> How does that even work? I, I've heard of them. Yeah, I know but some. It's just... <laughs> I feel like those are the type of political people that just are super conservative with life. But continue, sorry. Girl, no, I'm just saying that, you know, social media is wild this time of year. That's all. Okay, you want me to start a riot? And oh, boy. I'm, okay, five-minute debate. Five minutes. Please just allow me this. Humor me this. I am not a fan of Black Lives Matter. Okay. Oh, okay. So when I say that, I don't want people to think like, what kind of stupid person are you? (laughs) No. I am a fan of the mission behind it. Yes. But I'm not a fan of what is represented with it. The baggage that comes with it. The Black Lives Matter in your face. Yeah. So... I'm sorry to all black people. I hope I don't lose my black card. But I'm not a fan. Like, I'll have a discussion with you. I agree with all the morals that it supports. But when it comes to, like, um, discussions and in your face and black lives matter, you must do this, lives matter, blah, 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 blah. This, that, and we, this, that, and the third, and Obama, this, that. I'm not a fan of it because now you just made us, the rest of the people who are actually doing something with our lives, look stupid. And then that's how fights get into um, play, and that's how they happen. That's why people start to say, like, I can barely have a conversation with you. And it's true. Right, so, right, right, right. I thought I would have been shot for that one, but okay. No, I, I don't disagree with you. Um, Excuse me, guys. My nose is running for some odd reason. <laughs> is it odd? You were... You know, ill a few days ago. Yeah, and then I wasn't blowing my nose out all today, but it was like my body knew we were doing a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But, sorry. Um, I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I don't disagree with you, but, um, I mean, I support it, but silently. I've never been one to, like, boast about my political Mm. stance or beliefs. Like, I kind of just... Right, take a back seat every time because I don't, I don't have the energy to expend on, no. on that like at all. Like I'm for it and I believe in it and I commend people that you know, put their whole life on the line for right. it. But it's just not in me. I also don't think that Obama should have only catered to only black people, or his needs should have been black people first. I've seen arguments up the wazoo for that oh because he's black blah 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 and he didn't support his people when he was in office I saw that one time and I was like you're stupid he's the president he has to serve all yes he is black Mm -hmm. but if he served all only black people then then he would be considered racist correct so he had to serve all because that was what he was voted in office to do. Serve the nation, not the black people in the nation. Hmm. So, But 45 is the exact opposite. He's serving his people. 45 is, is serving his people the way that black people or some people wish that Obama served black people. But just because it's serving people of not their delight or he's doing it in a way that is racist, we're upset. 
But that is exactly the same reaction they would have given us. Tables Big are flipped. Facts. I feel like, sorry, side note, complete side note. <laughs> I feel like every time we every- sit down to record, <laughs> our neighbors just decide to go crazy. Like, I never hear them any time other than... Never. Ever. But anyways, I'm sure y'all can't hear it, but I can, and it's distracting. But, <laughs> anywho, so, we kind of, we had a trajectory that we were going in at the beginning, but. Yes, sorry, um, I. No, 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 I'm saying, like, I <laughs> love the dis- the discussion, um, but I was going to, you know, introduce... go back. Let's get back on the, the road. We went off on the. The road. <laughs> We took a little detail. I think that was just me trying to be like the black arguments, the normal black arguments. So, no, 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 no big deal. Because honestly, like we could talk about that for five hours. Straight, (laughs) straight, straight. Yes. Um. But yeah, go for it. What happened? What you doing? How'd you get that? Okay, this girl is nuts, honestly. Um, so, for those of you that don't know us personally, um, I am mostly African American. There's some Native American, but that's not, I mean, it is important, but not important to, for today's discussion. Um, born and raised in the Bible Belt, the Deep South, the Dirty South. <laughs> whatever you want to call it um and candy where are you from my mama <laughs> ew i'm from ontario canada whoop, whoop. i don't know why i did that <laughs> i'm born and raised in toronto and when i say toronto yes i mean toronto no i do not know drake okay stop um <laughs> Do you know Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber is not from Toronto. Stupid. Because I went to school with Tory Lanez, though, and I have a friend who went to school with Keisha Shante. Don't you know Daniel Caesar or like his I family? I do actually. Uh, yeah, I did grow up with Daniel Caesar's family. Um, me and him didn't grow up like as friends, but I know his dad better. His dad was friends with my mom. Anyways. Well, I'm from Canada, okay? <laughs> my my mom is from England, but she was raised in Canada. My dad's from Jamaica, Indian Jamaican. And on my mom's side, there's a whole bunch of mixtures, like German and black. But that's like great-great-grandparents for her. And then my dad's side, it's like Scottish, German, whatever. So like in Jamaica, of course, there was... That's like an island, so they still it's a still considered a third world country. So I guess someone had sex with the slave master and then had kids, so it must have been a Scottish or Whoa. There's slavery in the Caribbean? I'm being sarcastic because a lot of people really <laughs> a lot of people really don't know that. That's why I was being sarcastic. But yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. There was. Crazy. In fact, to this day, there's still slavery. I feel like. But anyways. Um, excuse me. But there's a lot of like interracial relationships in my family. Uh, on my mom's side, especially, which is the side that's more so in Canada, there's a lot of blacks marrying whites. Um, there's a lot of native marrying blacks, there's a lot of Indians marrying blacks, and Italian and black. Soon enough, none of the kids are going to be fully black. So. True. True. My, my, I say that my dad's mixed, but at the same time, I just call myself black, because essentially that's what my box in the, yeah. who are you Box is it's your race, but yeah. not your nationality. Exactly. That's who I'm going to check off as. Yeah. And I look black, so I mean, hey. <laughs> so, go ahead. Speaking of looking black, so I asked on Instagram the question, like, what 
is your favorite or worst growing up black experience? There's a hashtag on Twitter. Not all the time, but sometimes it occasionally pops up. So I asked that question. And one of the responses was people telling me that I can't be just black because I'm light skinned. People are just stupid for that. It yeah. And another response was uh But black is a race. This is why I hate when people say yes. like what are you? I'm African American. No, because literally there are white people who are African American. True. <laughs> so facts. You, you can't say that anyways. Go ahead. No, the, another person responded, um, having my race questioned because I never acted black enough. Now, this person um, that responded is actually my childhood best friend, and she has some Hispanic blood. Just got a, a lot going on. Beautiful girl. And um, <clears throat> she, um, I guess... I don't know. I've never, I never noticed it about her, like, in our 20-something years of knowing each other. But she mentioned that she gets that, like, all the time, even to this day. She gets what? That she doesn't act black enough. Like, she, people question her race because she didn't act black enough. Although, she looks mixed, kind of-ish, but... I would think black before anything else if I didn't know her personally. Um, But a lot of people think that you have to be mixed to have long, luscious hair. Right. It's not... um, It is curly, but it's straight most of the time for her. But I I guess I can see why people, I don't know, just have assumptions. But just let the girl be. Like, let people be, honestly. Okay, to be honest, I made a video on this years ago on Mm -hmm. YouTube. Don't go looking for it. But (laughs) (laughs) there are... Okay, not to put down our black race, we do have thick hair. So when Mm -hmm. somebody comes with, like, 3B hair, it is unusual to be just black. Meaning, like... Your grandparents could have done been something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But stop questioning it. Who cares? Like, don't say, right. oh, she's not fully black. What is fully black? No one is fully black unless you're from, like, you go to, like, the continent of Africa. And, I don't know, you meet people there. They're the only ones that I think are fully black. <laughs> Honestly, that's really hard to define because you don't know but that's everybody's genealogy. Exactly, yeah. So. But, yeah. Anywho, um, let's see what other people said. That's interesting. Why always gotta be about appearance? Facts. Some Another appearance response was being told that I was the pretty kind of a black girl because I was fair-skinned. Okay, so I can relate... Because in Jamaica, for all you Jamaicans out there, we favor high color people. High color Girl, that's we... everywhere. Okay, but what I'm saying is like, if you were light skin, I get that's true. I guess you're everywhere, but it's like, oh, because she wasn't high color and didn't have nice pretty hair, you're not dateable. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was, I grew up with that mentality. So I had the longest hair in my family out of all the kids. Long hair. Parents never cut it, nothing, never played with it. And that was because, like, it was a sign of showing that you were better than the other person or better than your friends. And so I used to show off that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my friends were jealous of me when I was younger in elementary. So, Mm. yeah. Crazy. But as I got older, I was like, this is stupid. It's just hair. It's going to grow back if I cut it. So. Facts. Facts. But I'm curious, Candy, like, what were some of the most valued morals, beliefs, blah, 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 you know, all that jazz growing up for you? In terms of being black? 
Mm-hmm. And your multi okay so it, cultural home. I will say that I didn't fully understand racism until I moved to Tennessee. I knew what racism was, but to see it in action, mm-hmm. it's the first time seeing it like in my face. This is stuff you see only in the movies. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that, oh, but Canada's a nice place, everybody's friends, we don't know anything about struggle. My girl, we do know stuff about struggle. It's just, it's different because of how multicultural it is. Everybody mm-hmm. welcomes everybody's um different culture, different languages. We don't tell people to go back home. Well, I mean, they only started doing that now because a certain person is in office. And so people in Canada are starting to roll balls and say it. But, um, yeah, so when it came to racism, when I came here, I was like, what in the world? So I don't really have an answer. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. <laughs> I don't really have an answer to that question. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I guess I wasn't until I asked him, like, racism. I mean, just, like, what were some things that you grew up with that are maybe cliches or stereotypical for all of black culture or um, Canadian culture or um, island culture. That kind of thing. I can go back to island culture. I can't do Canadian because, like, Canada is not considered... It's weird. Canadians don't consider Canada a culture because that's where people came and and shared. That's what, mm-hmm. how we see mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But I will say that being light-skinned was, like, a thing. Having long, pretty, curly hair was a thing. Um... Like, till this day, I'm sorry, well, my grandma doesn't even listen. She will tell me, if he is dark, he dump him, like, about my boyfriend. Or if he's not handsome, or has rough hair, dump him. Like, and like, um, sometimes I see that with my dad, too. Like, he... They're very particular about, I guess, colorism. Mm-hmm. So, that was a thing. But, um, that was on my dad's side. On my mom's side, they're very, like, extremely welcoming. So, like, my mom's twin has a white wife, and, um, so my cousins are half white, half black. My mom's brothers, who are twins, one of them... Married an Italian woman and had mixed babies. And then <clears throat> my mom's sister married a native Indian man. So my cousins are half black, half native. So there's only like a couple of us who are actually like black, black. And see, I shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, but. So. That's, I, that's the best way I can answer that question. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up in any way that had, like, a struggle of being black, especially being American? Mm. I mean, as a child, I never, like, experienced... I'm not going to say I never... Okay, I guess my first experience with blatant racism, I mean, and it probably wasn't taken that way but like in retrospect (laughs) uh it 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 probably was because you know children are a reflection of what they're being taught at home so like in kindergarten I went to public school and um I was the only black girl there was one other black boy and then I had a family friend who was half black half white right um and that was the extent of diversity in that classroom. And, uh... Extremely diverse, I see. Yeah. hmm <laughs> hmm And so, I liked this white boy. His name was Keegan. Okay, Keegan, come on! 
I mean, it was kindergarten, so but literally every single other girl in the classroom also liked Keegan. And so one day at recess, was he the only cute guy? <laughs> he was the only one that I had eyes for. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I think there was one or two other cute boys, but I guess it was probably just like, oh, everyone else likes Keegan. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. But um, why not? Yeah, exactly. But. I remember one day at recess, he was like, so everyone out here is my girlfriend, except Brandy. She's my half-girlfriend, because she's black. <gasps> I <laughs> am shaking. But, <laughs> but, I mean, I was like, okay, because, you know, I was five or six. Oh, but, like, wow, Keegan. <laughs> and I'm thinking thing of it, because, like, I'm from, I'm from here in Tennessee, so, like... Mm-hmm. I saw it, but as a child, it didn't mean anything to me because I still had my innocence. Um, <laughs> and I was pretty naive, too. So, um, but I told that story to someone else, before, like, years and years later. And they were like, what the heck? Even my parents were like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, like, we had moved from... Uh, to, not in, not to any place better. We moved to Mississippi, but <laughs> <laughs> wow, just go right in for Shout it. Shout out to the Mississippi friends that I have. I love y'all, but like y'all know, Mississippi ain't nothing. Damn. I mean, it's <laughs> it's true. Mississippi is number one for a lot of negative things. It's sad, but you know. And then that that's the thing. Like you grew up in that, and then. Look at Toronto. It's known for its multiculturalism. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for someone to actually say, I experienced racism from a place that has so much multiculturalism, even though it can happen. Sure. Because I will say that one of my brothers did experience racial profiling growing up. And mm-hmm. so I will say racial profiling was a thing for black men in Canada mm-hmm. or in my generation when I was younger. But as opposed to, like, racism, I never saw it. Now, I've heard about it from other people saying that they got profiled from the police and they said, show me your ID. It's like, what? Never heard or seen that in Canada. So. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, what are some, like, religious beliefs or I mean we both share the same denomination but I feel like there's a different level of conservatism or whatever you want to call it or liberalism um, that comes along with our deeper backgrounds than blackness if that makes any sense so like all of the mixture of cultures that you mentioned earlier in your bloodline, mm-hmm. what are some like religious or spiritual beliefs or anything that you feel is blatantly and obviously different from Americans? That's a hard question because there are a lot of similarities now mm-hmm. in terms of the way one worships. Mm-hmm. But okay, well, I would say here's a behavioral a behavioralism. That's not a word, but like a behaviorism. Behavioralism. <laughs> but you know, okay. Here's a okay. So in the black church, especially in the Caribbean black church, um. There's this thing I've always noticed, and I can't properly answer that question because there's a lot of similarities when it comes to, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I will say, like, I don't know if you guys do it, but back in the day when black people went to church and they wanted to use the restroom, in order to tell the slave master that they are not going to run, they had to, like, walk across the room and point up with their head down. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. But it, I'd, I feel like it's more so in the, like, Baptist, uh, Methodist denominations <laughs> as opposed to Seventh-day Adventists. Like, I've seen Adventists do it, but 
most of the evidence that I've seen do it were previously Baptist or another denomination. Okay, so that that tactic is run up all through and through Caribbean churches. Doesn't matter what you are, like even today in in the Caribbean black churches, um, especially back home, Adventists too. People still hold up their one as if they're going. It's like why. <laughs> And sometimes I catch myself doing that too when I go back home. It's just a a, a thing that just never dies. And to think about it, it, it's like we still do this to excuse ourselves. I don't, you guys can't even see me, but we still like bend our heads down and walk across the room, hold up our ones. But it's like that's so sad that we still are locked in that mentality mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. to hold it up. But now, now it's just like it's funny to do, or it's just like a polite thing. But before yeah. it was like, you better do that, or else your slave master is gonna think that you're running away. No, I will say I did not know that that was like the derivative. Like that's where it came from. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Interesting. I just always thought it was a excuse me. Like it. It isn't brb. Me, but it's like. I'm going to use the restroom. The restrooms, apparently, I think, were upstairs back in the day. Something like that. I don't know. But that was their way of, like, pointing up, like, I'm not going anywhere. And hanging your head low to show that you're not worthy. But I'm going to excuse myself and try to be as invisible as possible. That is something that is still done. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, but it's not really spiritual, but it's something that is adapted in the church. Yeah, yeah. So... What about discipline, like, in of the home? Of course. <laughs> Don't even ask that question. I know it's discipline, <laughs> but, like, were there any different methods that you may not have been told happens to American children? Or What about for you? Like, oh, I'm pretty Girl, sure every black child got spanked. I got switches. Shoes thrown. Conked in my head with the knuckles. Everyone that was close to my parents were um, given permission to beat my behind if I was disrespectful. Mm. And I was disrespectful, like, all the time. So <laughs> I am a freak. I was. Um, I'm not proud of that, but it's the truth. Um, Mom and Daddy can post on Facebook um, our page later and, you know, say yes, affirmative. Uh, but I can't. <laughs> what else? I mean, like, other than by the time I was like twelve or thirteen, I was offered a choice between the beat down or okay, not beat down. I'm you got offered choices or being on punishment choices? for a week. She got choices. It was there. There was never a time I got a choice. It was more so you you continue doing what you're doing and you'll get a beat down or you stop right away. That was the choice you had. See, but I was I was just bad. Like I was in trouble for the same thing all the time. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm laughing but I'm serious. But I was just bad and yeah, anyways, I don't know. Man. But after a certain age, like, okay, sh- mm, you're not too, never too old for spanking, but here's another option. We'll okay. take away something. So, I don't know if you still do it, but, like, in a in a Caribbean household, doesn't matter how old you are, you can just... You are still liable and get of getting beats. Girl, my mom still hits me when I'm, or am slick disrespectful. Right. She's not gonna like say assume position and take out a belt, but she, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was literally like they said assume the position. So, anyways, I think um, I, this is more so like culture, not necessarily being black, but in my yes. household. When it came to discipline and growing up, there were certain things you should know how to do before a certain age. Mm-hmm. Like, I was cleaning the bathroom by... Six. It, yes. <laughs> okay, that's a little pushy, but like seven and eight. Yeah. I was cleaning the restrooms. I was um, 
I don't know how old I started cooking at, but my my mom didn't teach me how to cook. I, was, I watched. Right. This mm-hmm. this is how my mom got me in the kitchen. She said, you could watch the TV or you can come watch me. And the way she made it sound like was like, if you don't come watch me, that's your fault. Right. And so I went and I watched her. And then there were days when it was like, I'm not going to be home until late, but you need to start getting lunch ready for the weekend because you know sabbath lunch if you're a dentist or whatever so if she stayed out late at work this is what you're doing this afternoon you're cooking for the family so that's why certain things happen by a certain age so Mm -hmm. that like when she's gone i can take over right so i don't know if that happened for you it was never like come come watch or continue doing what you're doing but like i did like watch and you know help Mm -hmm. do this or cut up this or you know this is the recipe for this like i have recipes in my head like but um it was never a teach this is how you do this and this is this this is blah 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 but yeah it was pretty much the same like i i watched instead and for me, um, I think that was the extent of, like, my visual learning, because that's not really how I learn anymore. Right. Um, but it it was helpful, because, like, if I'm trying to do something on my own, I can see all of those instances, like, my mom doing this at a certain time, or doing this, um, but other than that, I don't learn visually anymore. But I will say um, that I think it does connect to being black because if you think about it, kids are running households while parents are out there having five jobs because um, of the educational level that they have. Mm -hmm. So they need Mm -hmm. five low-paying jobs to pay off whatever the rent is. But Suwan is at home cooking for Durante and... Mercy. Oh, jeez. Bless you. Okay, but yeah. Ooh. That's what's taking place. So. That's real. That's real. And a lot of people grew up, quote unquote, like before their time because of those situations. So like they didn't have a choice but to learn to cook at six or... Learn to boil some hot dogs at eight or, you know, learn the the way of the kitchen or learn the how to run a vacuum or whatever earlier than a lot of people because mm-hmm. of the situations or their environment at home. Right, right, right. Um, I guess I can say... This is kind of going off topic a little bit, but turning the page. Um, coming from a different background of being black, because there are different types of blacks. Hello, mm-hmm. Americans. This is Mike on. You are not the only black people out there that went through oppression. Um, right. I have experienced racism from black people from coming here. Um, whenever we had dis- discussions at Southern. LOL. I called it out, yes, because it needs to be called out. Um, when I went to Southern, and it's like, every time we had a discussion, it was like, oh, but you're Canadian, so you wouldn't understand. And to me, I was like, that's stupid, because my parents both came from, well, not both of them, but one of them came from a uh, third world country, while the other one came from a family that had six children with no degrees and every time like my grandpa told me the stories about how like he would go searching for jobs and no one wanted to hire him because he was black and he said let me just work for you for one day and you don't have to pay me and he had to go through that 
and finally people were like oh this man is committed he said he wants to work for us for one day let's take him on then he grew up to you know have his own businesses and now he owns his own cars and he has houses and he owns land and so like and now I'm saying like we we went through things mm-hmm. and so that's why I'm just like I don't understand like oh we wouldn't get it like my mom went to school in Canada and she said how like growing up people would call it the n-word and stuff and um they would spit at them and stuff so you tell me if that stuff wasn't going on in the 70s in Canada our home and native land <laughs> just saying just saying no i feel that like um i've I know people from the UK that came to study here and um, back in college there was I, I mentioned this class on a previous episode but this class called Black Psycholo- Psychological Perspectives there were a couple people from the UK in that class when I took it and when we talked about slavery mm-hmm. and like oppression um, one of the the British girls spoke up and was, I don't remember what she said, but someone like snapped back at her and was like, what would you know? <gasps> and not oh, to, not to mention my her color, but she was very quite light skinned and she, my pearls. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Five minutes later. <laughs> LOL. Um, so, and people were like, that class period was like ridiculous. Right. But, you know, um, shout out to Dr. Hodnett. Um, <laughs> he, um, you know, had to bring it back. Like, he's like the, he's my goal and for professional clapbacks. <laughs> Because he did it in such a way that it was so clean, so smooth, so classy that you had to think twice whether it was a clapback or was he just trying to get us back on track. Oh, dang. <laughs> Every single time. There was this girl that was n- nuts and she would say mo- the most off-the-wall stuff mm-hmm. about um, black culture and um, she said something about Jesus not being a virgin or something <laughs> and Jesus not being black and like <laughs> it was some crazy stuff the girl is still wild to this day but um somebody asked her one day was she on shrooms because <laughs> she always came to class looking crazy and she was talking crazy so we we're like this is girl okay like Mm-hmm. Do we need to like send her to a facility? Right. But anyways, totally off topic. But I was waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the girl, home girl, that you know, she actually had to leave class that day because she was so taken aback by people's responses. Like, what would you know? You're from the UK, but I'm still black. Like that's exactly what I'm saying. It's it's ridiculous. Like, you don't think that black people go through stuff in other countries? Like, we were all... Our ancestors were all removed from their homes. Right. And displaced somewhere else, and they had to start over. And their identity was stripped. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And I might get my black card revoked for this, but this is why I'm saying, like, I can't appreciate, like, certain Black History Month events because it's like, all it is talking about, oh, us Americans and, oh, we did. It's just like, oh, you're not the only one. Stop. (laughs) Why are you. I'm sorry. I'm. Because, like, I know exactly one of those events that you're talking about. That's why I'm laughing. (laughs) I'm not going to call anybody out. No, don't do it. (laughs) But it's just so annoying. Like, you're not the only... We get it. We get... You've been through something. What about the other black cultures out there? Right. Like... Right. What about Afro-Latinos? Like... Okay. What about that? They struggle, too. 
What about that? Or have struggled. I will say, like, being in America and going to school here, it is sad that I have felt displaced during Black History Month mm-hmm. while I was in school because mm-hmm. I didn't feel connected because all I felt was they were talking about old America, America, America. And then I remember one year they tried to do, like, all, like, nations with flags and stuff. <laughs> and- <laughs> And it still went back to a coming to America moment. And I'm like, what happened to the beginning of the program where you had all these flags flapping around, but yet you still came, like, I'm frustrated. Just, and sometimes I feel so displaced around Black History Month because it's like, okay, there are other, like, are we talking about Black Americans or just Black people in general? Like, I didn't know we had to define it. So, mm. that's just me. That's sad. Like, mm. Yeah. Man, so. <laughs> so, uh, back to um, my question from Instagram. The only happy experience that someone responded was. <laughs> Family reunions with my favorite cousins. Oh, yeah. Hands down, one of the best times growing up. Uh, For me, it wasn't really until... It wasn't even necessarily family reunions per se. It wasn't... It was just family functions. It didn't have to be like, oh, we haven't seen each other in three years kind of thing. But any big family event where people traveled... Like, I mean, like, across the nation, um, travel to an event. <clears throat> but, um, I was going to say, hmm. for me, it wasn't necessarily a happy experience until I became an adult because I'm the youngest grandchild. Like, I have tons and tons of cousins, but a lot of them are great-grandchildren, and but I'm the youngest grandchild. So, growing up, I really hated all of my cousins. I love y'all to death now, <laughs> but um, growing they already know this, so there's not nothing new if they're listening. Um, didn't like my sister either, but oh. I wouldn't trade her for the world because then she you know sided with my cousin. So you get out, you're too young for this conversation, or blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Or, that happened at every family event, uh, but I didn't have anyone else to like back me up oh. on my mom's side, anyways. But my sorry, my um. <laughs> My dad's side is a different story, cause I had cousins close to my age. Right. But um, yeah. Anyways, but they are happy times nonetheless. But sorry, go ahead. Mm-mm. I was just gonna say that's one thing I can say we can I can appreciate about our um race is that we tend to have a connection with um long distant family members, mm-hmm. and we try to look out for our own as best as we can. So. Facts. That's just one thing. It's just so funny to listen to people who are not black, who are not connected to their family, talk about, oh my goodness, I met my second cousin last weekend. And it's like, that is so absurd. Like, who says that they met their second cousin? I thought that was just a thing. And, oh, it's so interesting to find out my great-grandmother, this, that, and the other, and my second aunt, and I... What? So... <laughs> That's just interesting to me, but everyone has different life hacks. Life hacks. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) So whatever makes you sleep at night. Oh, but this this is a good discussion for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the dangerous thing about um being black and being like talking about the stuff. In Black History Month, because the conversation can go on forever and ever, Amen. Mm-hmm. And it's not like <laughs> it, that's a bad thing, but it's like the fact that the conversation never ends goes to show that there's still so much work to be done. Mm-hmm. So. While there is a lot of work to be done, there's still also a lot to celebrate. Um, not anything in specific, but like, like we said in the beginning, like we have as a people, as a race come a very long way whether that be uh 
in Canada, in Jamaica, in <laughs> the Netherlands, <laughs> in America. Like as a p- collective people, we have come a a long way. We have. Um. So that is celebratory, but it's probably the wrong word. Anyways. Um. <laughs> It is what it is. It is. Um, But yeah, although we do do have a lot of work to do collectively and individually. Hey, black folks, go to therapy. Like, I say this all the time. I know you do, but it's so true because of the fact, like, us even talking about where where we've come from, we come from messed up backgrounds, regardless if you came from a two-parent home and a happy home. Mm -hmm. Just go. So... Yeah, man. It'll change your life, hopefully for the better. Like, as a therapist, like, I, if you're not a good match, most therapists will not take it to heart. Find someone else to talk to. Right. Um, it's not a big deal. Like, of course, they're going to care for you, but we're not going to hunt you down and be like, hey, did you find someone else? (laughs) But we will refer you to the other people. But... It, I think it's important to, like, keep saying that because there's such a huge, huge stigma in the black culture, like, an obviously negative towards mental health in general. And it's actually disgusting. Like, I was watching something a few days ago and someone was like, hey, mom, I think I'm depressed. And the grandma said, depressed. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Back in the day, back in the day, all we had to do was, you know, slap a smile on our faces and keep moving. Push through, push through. Sometimes pushing through and praying through, it's gonna, it'll help you. But like, you can't just let that st- stuff sit and fester forever. Like, cause eventually right. all your coping negative coping mechanisms or coping skills are just gonna eat you alive and it's not gonna end well but anyways i just want to throw that mental health tidbit in there for a black community great plug thanks (laughs) (laughs) no it's true but anyways friends and family and whoever else is listening um thank you so much for taking the time to listen and to talk to us through our Facebook page, the yes. Commonplace. Well, I guess, is there a way to get a link on there? I don't know. But if you're asking for it and you know any of us to just ask for the Facebook page, the Commonplace, and um, give us your feedback on this week's episode mm-hmm. and continue to have conversations and not arguments. Mm-hmm. I like that. You're welcome. Ugh, gross. <laughs> And, by the way, if you miss out on doing something in February for Black History Month, there's always October. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Love it. Okay, guys. Thanks for joining over and out. Wow. Okay, sorry. (laughs) We didn't realize how much. We just looked at the time. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Reach out to us on Facebook or personally, if you know us personally. Okay, bye. Bye. Happy Black History Month.